Let's talk Greyhound Racing. Jason Adams from Sandown's with us. How are you, Jace? Good afternoon, Nards. I'm well, and tell you what, a lot of news floating around at the moment, and most of it uh, out of the Meadows meeting last Saturday night, which is a beauty. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit about the Tab Australian Cup, where Dinah Patty was too good from the good draw. Yeah, too good is the right way to put it. She uh, came over box number one, which is certainly what she needed. And, look, coming into the Australian Cup series, it was no secret that she was going pretty poor. And I think even to the Daly's admission, she wasn't at her best. But the month off that she had leading into the series has obviously done her wonders. She was very good in her heat uh, coming from behind, which we haven't seen her do often. And then, obviously, in the final, as I mentioned, drew box number one. She found the front, and we've seen her win races over 600 metres. So immediately, where she was in running, she was going to be very hard to run down. But she's taken out one of the biggest races of the year in the sport, and now a two-time Group 1 winner, of course. She won the maturity back in July. Now she's ticked over $500,000 in prize money. She's got to be a, a serious sprinter that uh, cannot be taken lightly no more. And in terms of where she's going to head now, she will head to Perth, the Perth Cup, of course. The heats are Saturday week, and she might head over there as soon as this week because I heard the Daily speaking yesterday, and they were deliberating whether they send her over this week to get a look at the track before the heats the following week, or whether they're going fresh and have a first look at the Cannington in heat. So, in terms of, of what that means, we've seen recently Jeff Britton went up to trial uh, Circle of Dreams and Axel Footloose at Wentworth Park before the, the derby and the maturity, which worked magic for him. So uh, maybe the dailies do have that at the back of their head too, whether they do send her over and have a look, which uh, often we see uh, is so important. So we'll see what plays out there. The, uh, the fields for Cannington probably out tomorrow. So uh, don't surprise to see a few big names there as well. Uh, doing the same thing, getting a look before the heat starts Saturday week. And we also had the running of the Fantabar Super Stayers, somewhat of a shock result with Blue Moon Rising. It was. He was a, a big price in the market and even touched as much as uh, $101 leading in. I know it was a, a pretty poor result for Tav hearing from Trent Langscale on it Saturday night, but I guess probably out of the race, uh, the biggest talking point was that Tornado Tears didn't find any luck whatsoever. I think the bad draw probably beat him. He still wanted to find the fence and he didn't get one slice of luck in running, but let's not take nothing away from the winner in Blue Moon Rising, who's been a, a model of consistency for some time. We speak about the price that ended up, ended up being around that uh, $35 mark. That was probably overs in hindsight. I know it's easy to say, but in his last 15 starts, he hasn't finished worse than top two. So he had terrific form leading in, and that's an incredible achievement to hold up that sort of form in the in the grade that he's been racing in. Um, for that time, of course, he comes from that amazing litter that includes Poco Dorado uh, and Veloce Nero. And that group of stays from that litter, I think naturally after uh, their crack at the Meadows over the past couple of weeks, you think naturally they would go on to Perth and contest the Galaxy over there for stayers. But I know uh, their owner and breeder, Peter McDermott, have said, no, they're not going to go over to Perth. Instead, they're going to stay in New South Wales. They will contest the heat of the Gold Cup uh, in a couple of weeks' time, of course, the heats of that Gold Cup are run on the same night as what the Galaxy final is. So there's a bit of a clash there, and I think the lure as well as for them to stay at home, race on their home track, that was certainly a strong push in the decision they made there. And as well, they've done a lot of travelling the past few weeks, of course, back to and forth from the Meadows from New South Wales. As humans ourselves, that'll take tolls on us. So no doubt that'll take uh, toll on the dogs themselves. So they'll appreciate a bit of a rest and also getting back to their home track. And in terms of who is going to Perth for the Galaxy, of course, the staying event that runs alongside the Perth Cup, I do know Tornado Tears will be heading over. 
He's either flying over there today or tomorrow. So we'll see how he handles the travel. And I remember last year, he went up to Brisbane about the middle part of the year. He didn't handle the flight that well. So hopefully he's learned a bit from that and we'll be fine heading over to Perth this time around. So no doubt the uh, the Galaxy Series for the stays is going to be a hot one. There's some really good stays over in WA as well. The ones we know very well in Moments of Jive, Quick Jagger. Uh, so those heats are Saturday week and they're going to be strong. That's for sure. Um, also, uh, let's just talk a little bit about uh, the atmosphere and the crowd that was there on Saturday night at the Meadows. One thing we know in Victoria, we can pull a crowd now with Greyhound Racing. Just seem to have got it right. 100%. And I think we've spoken about the action that was on track. It was a fantastic night of racing, but lucky enough for me to be there myself. I was certainly very encouraged by the size of the crowd on the night because I drove into the track about half an hour before race number one. I had to park on the grass. There was absolutely no spots there uh, left in the car park. And one thing as well that stood out, so many kids and young families enjoying a night out at one of the the country's premier greyhound racing venues, as I said, it was really encouraging to see. And that's one thing our sport does really well. It's free entry all year round at, at our metro tracks. It's great entertainment, fun for the kids uh, and feature nights, which is, which is all free, um, which results in a good crowd. And that's exactly what we saw on a Saturday night. And congratulations to everyone at the Meadows. They've got a good team out there and uh, they've got a good result with a good night's racing and also a massive crowd as well. Also, uh, Horsham Cup heats tonight. We've still got feature racing right on the doorstep. Yeah, look, there's no uh, laps in, in group racing, that's for sure. Six heats of the Horsham Cup tonight, and we see some pretty big names. Although we did see a lot come out of Saturday night, we do see a few back up as well. Let's run through some of the big names in each heat. Heat one, we'll see Belt Up Bubs and Axel Footloose. Heat two, By Me Diamonds, he's drawn absolutely perfectly in box number one, but he's got some pretty stiff opposition up against him as well. Orson Allen, who jumps in box number six, big flood in box eight. Heat three, Donna Hunter, cash point. Black Mumbo, now he's a veteran who won the Harrison Dawson two or three years ago and fantastic to see him still not only racing but competing in this sort of level. Heat number four, we see Baruga Bread Italian Plastic, uh, then later on in the final couple of heats. Nervous and weird, Major Wright, Panhandle Slim, uh, Dinah Chancer. That's an interesting one. We know Dinah Chancer's We've seen him do most of his work recently over the staying trip or middle distance trip, so really interesting to see him drop back in distance. He meets Blue Striker in the final heats uh, of those Horsham Cup heats this afternoon. So they'll go around in the final will be this Saturday night. So no doubt that'll be another very strong country cup to look forward to. Also, Myra Deem has been retired. Yeah, there was some whispers around actually over the weekend on Saturday night that uh, retirement was looming for Myra Deem. And I think it has been confirmed that he will be retiring at two start. And I guess as greedy fans and punters that we are, we want to see him race for as long as possible. But what does he have left to prove? I think absolutely nothing. He's been a genuine star for 12 months now. He's won two massive races in Harrison Dawson, also the Melbourne Cup. And often we see greyhounds turn up who are very fast, but not all of them can really bring their ability to the table in some of the, in some of the country's biggest races. So that's something that's my redeemer been able to do. And in terms of what his stud career looks like, I think he's going to be quite popular because we've seen how... Um, Fernando Bale is, is quite often used and he's been super popular at start. My Redeemer is a son of Fernando Bale, so no doubt some people will take to that. Uh, but for Boris, as he's known at home, My Redeemer, he'll put the feet up now and uh, he's certainly been one of the, the better greyhounds that we've seen over the past 12 months. And also, uh, Poke the Bear steps up in distance this Thursday night. Um, interesting to see how he goes. Absolutely. This is a big moment for mine and certainly when the field's come out, you thought, oh, here we go, because he's been... Obviously, a powerhouse sprinter for the past six months, and it's been, <clears throat> sorry, the past 
few weeks that he's found trouble. He just hasn't been beginning as well, and he's always been that eye-catching runner-up or, or run third. So this seems to come at the right time for him to step up in distance. He's had two starts over this trip back at the Meadows in June. So, as I mentioned, this is a good time for him to step up. There's going to be less pressure early, um, and also he's got that extra 80 metres of work with in the run to the line. So awesome to see him step back up in distance. Awesome to see him back at Sandown Park, and I know a lot of people are excited for it this Thursday night. And also Thursday night, we see Little Black Opium go around again. Yeah, look, it's a pretty strong duo. The Thompson team will bring to the track on a Thursday night with Poked Bear and also Black Opium. Of course, she was outstanding when running second to Dinah Patty in the Australian Cup on Saturday night. And we speak about how good she is and how she's already an established star of the sport. We cannot forget that she's not even at two years of age. She turned two later this month, she had just 16 career starts. And you wouldn't see many greyhounds like her who have had that many starts already. $285,000 in prize money. So she's a standout in this Thursday's Free for All. And look, not often is engaging in a, in a free for all a dropping class, but I think for, for Black Opium, this in this circumstance, it certainly is. So it's going to be a really good to see her back at stand down this Thursday night. Exactly. It's a, a real big draw card seeing uh, both uh, the kennel mates Black Opium and Poke the Bear. Thank you very much for that, Jason. You have a good week. Thanks, Nath. You too.